0: Good evening and welcome to Crescent Church. Thank you for joining with us this evening. We are on the countdown to Christmas and so therefore we will be considering some of the topics relevant to the Christmas message. But we're going to commence this evening with my favourite hymn. It's a well-known Irish hymn, Be Thou My Vision, O Lord of My Heart Not be all else to me, save that Thou art Thou my best thought, by day or by night waking or sleeping thy presence my light Gracious God and Father, we come into your presence. We come into your presence at a time for a very difficult time for our nation, for families, for individuals. And we ask our Father that what we hear from your word this evening may speak into each of our individual lives, that it may comfort us and that it may challenge us. And in the darkness of which we are surrounded, physically spiritually and mentally father we pray that you would bring light the shining light of the gospel of the good news of jesus christ we pray for our doctors and our physicians who work in the hospitals the nurses and all the staff we pray for all those in the teaching profession as they engage with children on a daily basis and our father would also pray for our leaders and our politicians As they have to make decisions in the difficult days which lie ahead so our father would ask for your blessing upon us now in the name of your son the lord jesus christ amen as i mentioned to you it's the commencement of the christmas period and so at the very outset i thought i would read a couple of passages which are very closely associated to the lead up to the christmas story they are very, very well known. The first one you will find in the book of Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 9. And I'm going to read a couple of verses from there. And then I'll go across to John chapter 1 and read a couple of verses from John chapter 1. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in the land of the shadow of death, upon them a light has shined. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and a government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace there will be no end. upon the throne of David and over his kingdom to order it and establish it with judgment and justice from that time forward even forever the zeal of the lord of hosts will perform this and for the new testament reading i'd like to read from the book of john john's gospel chapter 1 and verse number 9. that was the true light which gives light to every man who comes into the world. He, that is the Lord Jesus Christ, was in the world, and the world was made through him, and the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own did not receive him. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, even to those he believed in his name. Who were born not of blood nor of the will of flesh nor of the will of man, but of god and the word became flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory the glory as of the only begotten of the father full of grace and truth before i start speaking to you i just would like to bring to your attention a couple of special events which are occurring in Crescent over the Christmas period. You can see from the slide that is just being put up on the screen that we have three main services taking place. The first one, which commences on the 13th of December in the evening and will be online, is a carol service. Then on the 20th of December, we have a Christmas family service. And then on Christmas Eve, We have our christmas eve service all of these services will be online you can access access them from home and you will actually you may if you live in the locality receive a card from crescent and we encourage you to join with us we'd be delighted if you could join with us over this christmas period we look forward to having your company with us what does christmas mean to you as a family Each and every one of us approach Christmas in our own way. For my family, for our home, it's Christmas lights. The Christmas lights are decked all over the rooms and Christmas trees and outside the door. There's Christmas music, music played incessantly until you get bored with it. Then possibly even for you, it might be gathering around the TV or watching a movie. Probably one that you've watched for decades. Probably the old ones bring back the fondest of memories. There'll be that dinner with family and friends, uh, the Christmas turkey and the ham and all the luxuries that we feast on together. Oh yes, mustn't forget about the gifts. Receiving and sending Christmas gifts. I still put my stocking up. I reckon if somebody's going to fill it, well, I'll put it up. Christmas is such a special time. But yet, this year it is different. This year it is so different. It's full of questions. Will we be able to celebrate Christmas as normal? Uh, how will I manage to get out to do the shopping? How will I get the gifts to my children, my grandchildren? Will my family who are over in England be able to come home in time to be home with us for, for Christmas? And then there's those who are absent. and will be sorely missed. That absent chair at the table. Yeah, Christmas will be so incredibly different. I don't want to focus this evening on the darkness that is around us over the Christmas period. I want to focus on the light, the real light, that that initial Christmas brings into the world. Someone has said the original Christmas was simple. Let's make this Christmas simple. And while there's a degree of truth, and I can understand what they're saying, there's nothing really simple about the Christmas story. It's actually very deep. It's actually very profound. It's actually one that has touched generations for 2,000 years. We're caught up in the message of Christmas, And as we're caught up in the message of Christmas, we sometimes forget about the true meaning of Christmas, what Christmas is all about. I read to you those words, the people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwell in the land of deep darkness, on them a light has shone. For to us a child is born, a son is given. We've just read words which were written over 700 years before the birth of the Lord Jesus Christ. We call them in the Bible a prophecy. It is talking about the coming birth of the Lord Jesus Christ. They're written by a man, a prophet, by the name of Isaiah. And he's writing into a situation, into a very dark situation, He refers to that in chapter 8 at the end of it as a deep darkness. It's a land in deep darkness that Isaiah is writing into. It's a time of violence, a time of injustice, a time of abuse of power, homelessness, refugees fleeing, oppression, families ripped apart and untold misery for millions. And as Isaiah's writing, he's writing into that darkness. I don't know about you, but 2020 has been a dark year, hasn't it? Many people can't wait to see the end of it. They want to bring some light into the story. And they want to bring some light into the end of the year. And that's possibly why we've seen so many Christmas lights go up so early this year. I saw my first Christmas lights in early November in the front room of a house. A couple of days later, my grandsons called to the front door, young children, and they shouted, Granda, we've seen 13 houses with lights as they walked around the streets. And this is the beginning of November, probably a month earlier than normal, into the darkness of 2020. We just want to bring some light, just some light that we can understand, some light that will bring us some pleasure, some light that will bring us some happiness. Isaiah has said at the end of chapter 8 that the people have been driven into deep darkness, deep darkness darkness. People have been driven into deep darkness. My parents were missionaries in Japan and I can vividly remember going to visit a a Japanese temple. I was at university at the time and as I walked around the Japanese temple I, I came to a doorway and there was a sign encouraging you to enter. And as you entered in through that doorway, you were in an art gallery. And as I looked around, I realized that it was a one-way system. There was only one way. I had to follow the pathway which was laid out in front of me. As I walked down through this dark gallery, the images were very dark. They were actually quite disturbing at times. The light got less and less. It became dimmer and dimmer. And as I turned around a corner, I found that the light was virtually gone. But I couldn't retrace my steps. I found myself being driven further and further and further into darkness. As I made my way around, it got to the point that I couldn't even see the hand in front of my eyes. I had to feel the walls. I didn't know where I was. It was very disconcerting. It was very disturbing. It was something which really concerned me. Maybe that's the image that Isaiah is depicting here. People driven into deep darkness. But what does darkness signify? Whenever we come to the Bible, we find that the theme of darkness repeated time and time again. It starts in the very, very beginning of the Bible. The very first verse of the Bible. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and darkness covered the deep. And that theme covers right through from the whole of the Bible, through the creation story, right the whole way through to the book of Revelation. We pick it up in various places. In the story of Job, we hear of his deep darkness. Whenever we come to the Exodus story, one of the plagues which was placed upon the people was deep darkness. When we come to the Psalmist David and we read the 23rd Psalm and we read that, "Yea, I walk in the shadow of the valley of death. That word shadow can equally mean deep darkness. And we come right through to the point where we are in the book of Isaiah, whenever we, Isaiah is speaking to the people, and he's saying that you are in a deep darkness. And whenever we come through into the New Testament, we hear of one who came as light into darkness. And when we get to the end of the Bible, we have darkness dispelled and light. So what is this Darkness. The darkness that the Bible talks about, what does it actually mean? Whenever you look at the Bible, darkness signifies error, ignorance, sin, rebellion, and even death. In many ways, darkness is everything which is opposed to God. And the people at the time of Isaiah At that time of a king who was ruthless, who had this country involved in idolatry, who was making child sacrifices, who had idols in every home, who had walked away from the true and living God, Isaiah says you are in deep darkness. I don't know what happens in your house, but quite frequently I'll be sitting watching a program on television. Whenever I'm watching the program on television, my wife will walk into the room. I've been watching it for maybe 45 minutes. She sits down beside me and she watches for a couple of minutes. And then she said, what's happening? I said, well, look, I've been watching this program now for 45 minutes. uh, But she said, who's he? I said, well, you need to come in at the start. What's he doing? And so eventually I've got no choice but to pause the television, explain to her the whole background, and then we sit down and watch the remainder of the story or the film together. And in many ways, that is what happens to us whenever we come to the Christmas story. Sometimes we're joining the Christmas story in the middle of the story. We, we, We actually are joining the middle of the whole movie, if you like. We don't know what's preceded All we know is that the baby was born in Bethlehem and it's a lovely story. But but what's before it? And what's before it is the darkness which we've just described. That darkness which was tangible and was a departure from the living God. Isaiah In chapter 59 talks about a society which is in that deep darkness. Listen to what he says. He's talking socially now about the people. We hope for light and we behold darkness and for brightness but we walk in gloom. We grope for the wall like the blind. We grope like those who have no eyes. We stumble at noon as in the twilight. We stumble at noon as in the twilight. What a sad picture Isaiah is portraying of a nation. He goes on to describe what that is like for a nation. He says, We hope for justice, there is none. We hope for salvation but it's far from us. We realize that our offenses are many in God's sight. We know our sin. We know our iniquity. But they actually testify against us. We turn our back against following God. We are surrounded with oppression and lying words. We cannot trust what is said in the public square and in the street. And those who condemn evil become a prey. What a sad reflection on a world from 2,700 years ago. And yet the reality is that we have a world today which hasn't changed, which is still in that deep darkness So when you join the story of Christmas and you join the prophecy of Isaiah, he set the scene and it's a very dark scene. But then he goes on to talk about those who walk in darkness, not driven into darkness, but walk in darkness. Have you ever walked in darkness? I can get up now in the middle of the night, as because of my age, I frequently do. And I have to walk to the bathroom, and I can do so without any issue. But I can remember when the children were at home. I didn't dare walk in darkness. I didn't know what was on the floor. I didn't know what toys had been scattered around. I didn't know what lay ahead. I had to take care and turn on the light. Walking in darkness is confusing. Walking in darkness is disorientating. Walking in darkness is fearful. Walking in darkness causes us anxiety. Walking in darkness is walking outside of the plan of God. Walking in darkness is following a life of sin, as the Bible calls it. And he says these people are now walking in darkness. They've abandoned God. They're walking their own way. They're disorientated. They're confused. And into the midst of that darkness... Isaiah says, A light has come. A light has come. Next week we're going to talk more about the light which has come. It is the birth of a child, which is picked up by the Lord Jesus Christ when he talks about himself in Matthew, and also in the book of John, which we have just read. That light which has come. That light which brings hope that light which talks about our father in heaven it talks about our comforter it talks about eternal god it talks about peace it talks about hope it talks about everything which is positive it talks about everything which is real and it steps us out of the darkness so you see the christmas story is simple it's the story of a child being born in a manger. It's the story of a little baby. But it's much more profound. It has a transforming power. It can change your life. It can change my life. And that babe who brought who was born in the manger, brought light into the world. Hope, peace, contentment, and sense. And that light into the world can transform you as an individual and bring all of those attributes into your heart, personal faith in the child born in the manger. Next week we're going to spend more time looking at what the Lord Jesus Christ brings into our lives. But I would encourage each and every one of us to reflect upon where we are at this moment in time, where we are walking. A society which is in deep darkness, lost. Individuals who are walking in darkness, confused. And a hope in the midst of that darkness. For unto you is born this day in the city of David, a saviour who is Christ, the Lord. Father, we come into your presence and we thank you for the message of Christmas. We thank you that our Father, despite the darkness which surrounds us, there is hope. That despite the darkness in which we find ourselves, there is meaning. Despite the darkness in which we find ourselves walking, there is life our Father, as we look at a world which is confused and lost, we look at a world which is suffering, we thank you that into that world, your Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, brings light and hope. Father, we would pray that each individual listening in this evening may realize the transforming power of light in the midst of that darkness, that they may have a personal relationship with the Savior, the child who was born in the manger. We thank you for our time together this evening. We'd ask for your blessing upon us. In the name of your Son, the Lord Jesus. Amen. Our closing hymn is Light of the World, You Step Down Into Darkness. Thank you for being with us this evening.